there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the weekly podcast that sometimes even happens two weeks in a row, where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, youth leader, and best friend of the podcast, Tom French. How you going, Tom? I am well, thank you, Chris. I'm that is standing well. up right now wow. at my new standing desk. Fantastic. Yeah. So I've got See you later, energy. back troubles. I yeah. love that. And I could stand up, I but know. I'd be too far away from the microphone. You wouldn't be able to uh-huh. hear me. You, um, you need to get in the future, like me. I sure do. Where humans move around upright. <laughs> I think that'll really separate us out from the other great apes, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. a move that could catch on. Um, I, <laughs> You've already shall we start with apologies? Creationist listeners. Yeah, what? We've got more apologies? Yeah, this one's to you, Tom. Oh, no. Yeah. In all of the um, excitement of last week's podcast, I am fairly yeah. certain that I failed to wish you a happy 36th birthday. <laughs> Yeah, you did. The running gag that ran out. Don't worry, it's <laughs> back. And as a repayment for that error, happy 36th and 37th birthday, Tom. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you, Chris. It's been great to get here. Wow. Um, and I also have not an apology, but a... Uh, way of rectifying something I've had to apologize for in the past. Look at that, Tom. Um, I'm aware this is a not a visual medium, um, <laughs> but what am I holding up? You are holding up a package that says 27-year-old youth leader care of Tom French, and then it has my postal address on it. That is and, correct. Uh, yes. So you, Thank you I'm pass for translating that to audio. That's wonderful. Yeah, and it's also, bigger. it's bigger than um, just just two uh, air fresheners, I think. Well, it it was meant to include a book, wasn't it? No, I think you were just giving away two air fresheners. Oh, was I? I didn't, well, I didn't get a jackpot into a book yet. <laughs> wow. Well, he's got a book for for waiting. So there you go. Um, but for our, um, you know, given that this is a non-smell based medium as well. <laughs> Do you want to have a guess what it smells strongly of, even from outside the envelope? Uh, it's cherry. Death? Oh, cherry. Okay. <laughs> Close. A little bit of both. Um, <laughs> I think that's all the apologies for today, um, unless there are any other apologies that we need to give midstream. We are also, so. now that that prize has finally uh, at least made it partway to the mailbox, it's time for another round of grocery or no siree because All right. there are allegedly groceries coming sometime in the next hour. So uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast, you are already playing an <laughs> exciting game where if you can email us at Chris and Tom's youth group podcast at gmail.com with the timestamp in this podcast of when my groceries arrived, I will send you a fabulous prize. Um, and it's going to be an air freshener with my book on it and maybe even one of my books, depending on yeah. what I remember about what I said I was going to give away as the prize. Well, maybe I could give away one of my books this time. Mm. 
Or, or you could give away one of my books. I feel like <laughs> either of those is possible because I have copies of your books at church, so I could do that. No, I, I'll but do you're it. the I'll guy with it. all the postage paid envelopes. So I do. I am. Yeah, they're all just on the shelf behind me, which you, you, not even you can see, Chris. So I can't. it's not all even I can a see visual your medium. Many commentaries. For you. Yes. He is a real. This is what all of the like big shot theologian podcasters look like. Uh, just like a wall of all of the commentaries that you have to just you know wow us with your Bible knowledge. That's how he writes books by knowing yeah. things and by also having the capacity to look things up. Anyway, we have a hard out in not that long. Should we talk about <laughs> youth group? Long. Is there anything Let's else talk about that youth group. we need to talk about? I have nothing else to apologize for. I'm hoping to rack up some apologies for next week. All in right, the coming well, 17 or so minutes. On that note, what did you do at youth group on Friday, Tom? We had a night. <laughs> I cool. realized I probably should have tried to remember what we actually did at youth group. I remember now. So, because uh, we're, we're still working through Ephesians, we uh, were onto the bit where it says, hey, guys, if you're stealing, you should stop it and you should find something good to do with yourself. And mm. so you can give to those in need. So that was that's where we're at. That we're getting a talk from our twenty-seven-year-old youth leader, um, and because it was about stealing, I thought we should play a game which might involve stealing. So we played a game which was—I uh, don't know how similar it was to what you did last week, but definitely involved cakes and decorating. We called it Cake Battle, where they all got—they got divided into six teams. They got a cake mm-hmm. each. And then they had to roll a dice, and depending on, uh, well, two dice, depending on what came up on the roll, they got to do certain things. So some uh, some of them, they got to just go to the ingredients table and take an ingredient. Another one, they could uh, stock up from the table or steal an ingredient from another table, or not just an ingredient, they could steal a player from another team. And, the, and if you stole an entire team then you got all of their ingredients and their cake and their icing and you can make a much more impressive creation there was a i like this a lot tom if you rolled a 10 you really leveled up cake night (laughs) at youth group yeah yeah i've done like i've done it before but uh not to this extent of intensity um and and you know it it was pretty fun we had one team did uh amalgamate an entire team into themselves uh, which was which was exciting, except for the the one girl who got left on the team by herself for a long time between oh, roles when the team could steal them. Um, but that was that was fun for them. They got to make an impressive cake. Um, we, there was one which was a battle, and so you, they could battle over like doing a wall sit or uh, singing Taylor Swift lyrics, or um, and if they won the battle, then they got to steal stuff from the other team. And this is the, very they, involved. It was very involved, and the main issue was, or like the good thing was, was, it was a lot of fun. I think I it, mm-hmm. people seemed to have fun. The the other issue was, it was it was a very long game. I knew it would take a long time, but it took like twice as long as I thought it was going to take. And yeah. so, pretty much the whole night was the game, then making the cakes, then we had the talk, and then we ate the cakes. Which is not the kind of youth group I really want to run mm. most of the time. I don't, I don't want to be a uh, 
lots of fun, lots of fun. Okay, then you listen to a talk, and then we have food at the end. Like, that's not my ideal youth group. I want to make sure that there's, you know, more that defines us as a community of Jesus than yeah. cake making and a short talk. But it's not what we do every week. And for a, a one-off, it was pretty fun. And Great. Um, yeah, we we enjoyed ourselves. If I do it again, I would have more options. Like there was a, there was a lot of time when people rolled and nothing happened, and that kind of yeah made made the game a bit longer. Um, but yeah, it was good. That's what we did. I, um, I'm still. I feel like even though I've just heard you explain it, I need to go back and listen to this podcast and hear you explain it again. Um, but. <laughs> It's great. I I love it in concept, and they all had something to feel bad about in the talk because you then turned around and told them not to do what you just told them to do. Yeah, well, we, I mean, we did preface the night by saying that the night we're learning about stealing, and so uh, we were going to play a game which involves stealing. So I didn't. I wanted to set them up knowing that you know this was about stealing, and so they were encouraged to be stealing because that's what the night was about, rather than be like. You know, like, oh, look at you're all terrible people, which uh, was not not the intention. I hate um, a gotcha game at youth group. Yeah. The whole, the, you know, the, the like, do you feel good? Because you should feel bad because you just <laughs> sinned in this game, even though we told yeah. you to, and you're also just following the rule. Anyway, um, glad you didn't <laughs> do that, Tom. Yeah, that's what we were we were trying trying to avoid. Um, yeah, and I, so I think my reflection was from the night um, was pretty much was that was that is like it's lots of fun. Don't do it too often. Something that yeah. big. Yeah, um, yeah, and the talk um, actually was quite. We, I quite enjoyed the talk from our twenty-seven year old youth leader. He uh, it was quite professorial in style so it was mm-hmm. quite different from me so he gave some he started off with an ethical conundrum where they had to think about uh what happens like if a if a someone who's poor steals from someone who's rich and they need it to live and the person who's rich mm. is refusing to give it is that wrong and then thinking about you know there's there's more to stealing than just what the ethics what you like the just the straight up kind of like, well, don't steal, that's wrong. Um, but then thinking about the fact that we are all would be made rich in Jesus. And so even if we are we don't materially have much that we can give because we're young, mm. um, we might we have many things that we are rich in that we can be generous with because we have a God who's been generous to us. And it was a it was a good it was a good message to share with our young people and it was good not to treat them like they were not very smart but to give them ethical conundrums and yeah great to think about so it was a good night excellent um i do want to circle back to how often do you do a very complicated activity because uh the contrast between last week at my youth group and next week of my at my youth group is that contrast um, mm. So this Friday just passed, we did ball games, which was just we split the group into two groups and one group played handball and one group played volleyball and then we switched and then that was it. 
and it was one of the most <laughs> low prep nights that we could possibly do and it was great um and next week is going to be more convoluted than that but i will get to that in a little bit um but it did it was a reminder that like sometimes you can just do the very like very simple stuff and they'll still love it they'll still mm. like i think you don't want to always like in the same way that you don't want to only ever do the big complicated stuff i think you don't want to just do the here's a ball go play every week <laughs> but that works yeah. you know in moderation i think it's a really it's part of a healthy youth group diet tom i think <laughs> is my where i land on that um we are also going through ephesians and i did the talk this week and it was about the armor of god which i thought was going to be pretty straightforward um and then I remembered the part where it starts out with our battle not being against flesh and blood, but against the elementary spiritual forces. And mm-hmm. basically to talk about the armor of God, you first have to give a kind of potted theology of the Satan and demons and what do we do with the supernatural and how does that mm. impact us and what power does the enemy have and is it real can we really believe in this stuff so turns out it wasn't so simple after all paul very infrequently just lobs you a softball i find there's usually (laughs) the the ones that look like softballs it's like oh no wait it was an ambush all along um but i was really the ones that look like softballs uh, are the ones that we often do in like kids ministry because there's something exciting where it's like, oh, yeah, there's armor in there or there's fruit. Yeah. So simple. Let's do that. And then you get to it when you're a bit older and you're like, no, this is more complex than than the craft activity that comes out of this. Yeah, I do so. a whole term on the fruit of the spirit uh, at school with year four, and it really does take a whole term, and I'm still not convinced I'm doing it in enough depth to figure it out. But anyway, um, I was really helped in preparing my talk by, I mean, I went back to that kind of classic framing of the world, the flesh and the devil, which Christians have been Mm. coming back to for hundreds of years in in trying to figure out evil. Um, And John Mark Comer has written this really helpful book called Live No Lies, um, which is, so he's the guy that wrote the book about hurry that was, uh, everyone was reading a couple of years ago. And his follow-up was about like Satan and demons and what do we do about that, which seems like a weird, way to follow the hurry book but it actually feels when you read it like a pretty logical successor anyway his framing which i found really helpful is um and i'm paraphrasing here that the devil's kind of like main scheme is um it's like lies that feed into um disordered desires which are then like Mm -hmm. legitimized by a sinful society so Deceptive ideas, I think he says, rather than lies. So yep. deceptive ideas dis- then just feed into our disordered desires and then the world is like, yeah, go for it. And that's – and like also, um, you know, you get out into the world and my sin and your sin interact and then we have whole societies full of sin. And so the left is right to say it's all systemic and the right is right to say that it's all inside of us, except for the part where they say it's all either of those things, because actually it's both, and there's a supernatural element. And so it was interesting, the three small groups 
ended up having very different conversations. Like a couple of them wanted to get way into like, okay, who who is the Satan? Who is the enemy? How does this all fit together? Does he have power? Are we, you know, like they got into all that side of thing. And my small group just wanted to get into kind of the the outworkings of temptation and what that looks like and how do you mm. figure out what's right and wrong. And And it was just interesting that there was, you know, so much in the passage that you could have two completely different conversations about it and like almost no overlap in even what we talked about, even after I'd given what was my best attempt at a fairly straightforward talk. But <laughs> anyway, there you go. I think it was a helpful night. Um, and I, as I heard bits of some of the conversations reflected from our other leaders afterwards. I was just really thankful again for the great people that we have leading those discussions. And so, um, yeah, it's great to see our youth group moving more and more away from me burned out and running everything to a team of people who are all, you know, giving input and, and speaking into the lives of the youth in different ways. So I guess it was a good night. On reflection, <laughs> great, and and it sounds like those like those small group conversations are like they're the conversations that often get remembered for a long time, mm. particularly when you're that age when you're trying to figure out these things that the Bible talks about, which are slightly beyond your uh, experience, mm. um, but is but interacts importantly with the world that you live in and and you might not get to like clear conclusions but you go oh i actually come back i actually solidly kind of interacted with the idea of evil and supernatural Mm. evil and temptation Mm. and um the systemic evil in the world and like they're they're big ideas and and they they stick with you particularly when you're just wrestling with them for the first time with a more adult mind i think yeah yeah, I look, I it was one of those talks where I was like, oh, I need to like do some more work on how I understand all of this stuff. You know, it wasn't just like, here's me who knows everything about this teaching the young people. It was definitely I had to do my homework. And then even when it was done, I was like, I still have more homework to do on this. So um <laughs> going to read the John Mark Comer book again because I remember it being really good, but I blitzed through it. And so I'm going back with a more uh cautious ear careful there's, ear there's slow another ear. good one um oh which i don't don't have but the uh the unseen realm have you read that one no By, um michael something with an h maybe <laughs> the mm-hmm. unseen realm you look it up it's a good it's a good way it's, it kind of takes you through the bible like a deep dive into the bible where you find angels and demons and like what what does it mean in the bible when it talks about there being many gods and mm. yeah it's really really good solid michael stuff. michael s heiser is the author there yeah well that's i was correct you I were the you have an age right Michaels. up front <laughs> yeah there you go. There's another Great. book recommendation for you. And what are you going to do Excellent. next week, Chris? Next week, at long last, it's pop quiz night where all <laughs> of my 
weeks and weeks of keeping an eye on the heavily discounted Amazon Funko Pop range pays off and I get to bring in my 30 different very niche vinyl figures and we're going to oh, have great. a just an abundance of fabulous prizes to give away and everyone's <laughs> going to go home with a pop figure valued at around $2.50, which is actually <laughs> like it's a reasonably high budget youth group activity when you add it all up. But they are very excited about the concept. I don't think they maybe realize <laughs> quite how niche these are. I have, I made a list this morning. I have um, Diamond Patch from a run of X-Men comics where Emma Frost and Wolverine get fused together into a hybrid person. So there's that as a bobblehead. <laughs> I have oh, yeah. um, Jacob Toretto from Fast and Furious 9. Yes. I Why have... Is- why is that a niche one? I don't know. Feels Maybe like it's, it's great. Just... <laughs> I've got yep. Lance Bass from NSYNC or oh, Lance Jacob Bass. Trude, is that John Cena? Is that his brother? Still, I don't it doesn't know. matter. I haven't you seen don't know. any of those movies, <laughs> which I you know, would like to correct at some point. I'll, I'll do my um, Fast and Furious podcast with someone else then. Great. Um, I have a Fortnite Tower Recon Specialist. Oh, I yes. have... What if Captain Marvel was a Mexican wrestler? A luchador? Is that what they're called? I, I do think about that often. Yes. Well, yep. you don't need to. Well, you can think about it with more clarity once you <laughs> win this uh, little vinyl <laughs> figure. Um, anyway, so it is um, a bunch of prizes in search of a a fully developed concept for what the actual night is going to be. But as we record this, it's only Tuesday, so plenty of time. Yeah, plenty of time. How about you, you'll, Tom? What are you up to? You'll figure it out. Uh, it's quiet night, small groups, and dinner. So we'll just Great. turn up, eat dinner, have small groups, talk about stealing. It's going to be fun. Excellent. Very good. Um, and how many more weeks of youth group have you got left? Two, because we finished. Very early down in Victoria. Mm, we so, only have two as well, but that's because um, my youth group is mainly populated by um, private school children who finish their term very early and then go away on holidays. Oh, uh, um, yes. Not mainly populated anymore, but sufficiently populated. And also, I work at that place. And so I <laughs> live by those rules as well. <laughs> but you know, people go away. December gets busy, so we're finishing on the eighth, I think, or whatever I, the Friday to, nearby to that is. When I used to work in New South Wales, we went like right up to the end of term, so it'd be like December seventeenth. We're finishing youth mm. group, and then we moved down here, and they finished like on the fourth of December. And I was like, "What? That's amazing! We could finish that early." So we did, and this time we're finishing the earliest I've ever finished youth group because we do it finish on the first Friday of December, and that's. The first. So it's, oh, no, we it's have three early. then. We have three yeah. this Friday and then two more. Because we have, yeah. We have leaders' dinner on the 8th. So we're going to all mm. go out to a, a mildly fancy Italian restaurant on Ligon Street and uh, eat Italian and talk about what good leaders we are. And I'll give them that books sounds... as presents or Funko Pops. Fantastic. Well, if I have any um, pop figures left over, I'll 
Um, no, I won't okay. mail them down got, to you. I've got plenty left got over. <laughs> all those Elaine's and sombreros. Oh no, you gave them away, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I feel like away. we're off the rails, Tom. I feel like we're yeah. just having a conversation and forgetting we, that um, <laughs> we're doing a podcast. Um, I have some sad news for the podcast listenership who've been waiting with bated breath for any sign of a knock on the door. The groceries didn't come yet. Um, no sirees. No sirees. Well, we've got um, two, two weeks we'll, left, perhaps, unless we just or keep even going. maybe three. Well, we've got to think about our... We've never run into the summer holidays before in the life of this podcast. Yeah. And yeah. so we're we going to have to... just run into unintentional breaks, so... Yes. Well, um, probably scheduling four to five weeks down the line of this podcast is also in the category of things we could talk about offline. Um, <laughs> so we have some music, right. Tom? I'm going to see if it works. I think it's, it's been working. an absolute pleasure podcasting with you, Tom, as ever. I don't want to give anyone the impression that I'm not enjoying this immensely. No, I'm having um, a good but time, But there's too. the music. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. Uh, for more information about Tom, you can go to tomfrench.com.au. You can email us at chrisandtomsyouthgrouppodcast at gmail.com with all your questions, comments, um, demands of apology. But apart from that, we might even see you next week. Three in a row, Tom. Imagine that. Yeah. Like Go to chrismorphew.com. Oh, can I just want. quickly, yeah. you know, while everyone's gone now, yep. just shout out to my brother-in-law, who is not a youth leader, doesn't go to church, but listens to the podcast. So, hey there, John. Shout out to Tom's brother. In-law. In-law. I don't have a brother. Okay. Yeah. I am so fascinated to hear a review of this podcast from someone who is not involved in youth ministry because this is a niche within a niche. Well, anyway, thanks maybe, for listening. That's, Appreciate it. Can we about, get him on? What about, yeah, we'll let's get him on as get a him guest on for one of the episodes. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Um, nailed it again. <laughs>